بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم In one hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, Remember death excessively, it prevents sinning and causes disinclination towards the world. Remember death excessively, it prevents sinning and causes disinclination towards the world. In another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, If you knew what you will experience after death, you would never eat food or drink water with pleasure. One Sahabi radiallahu was advised by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa remember death excessively, this will remove your inclination from other things. In another hadith it is stated, remember death excessively, whoever remembers death excessively, his heart becomes alive and death becomes easy for him. Whoever remembers death excessively, his heart becomes alive and death becomes easy for him. One Sahabi radiallahu asked Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I dislike death. What is the cure? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked him, Do you have any wealth? He replied, Yes. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Spend your wealth. A person's heart is attached to his wealth. A person who spends his wealth wishes to accompany it towards the hereafter. And a person who withholds his wealth wishes to stay with it in this world. This note of disliking death, obviously this is the Sahaba speaking, they are speaking from their level. What would be their expression would be something far away from our imagination. The slightest little thing that they felt some little difference in their heart Hazrat Hanzala radiallahu ta'ala an felt a little change in his heart in terms of the condition and the state of iman that he experienced in the company of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He felt that slightly different when he came home. It was a natural thing that being in the direct company of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had its direct effect. Coming home was a different situation. But what fatwa he passed against himself? Nafaqa Hanzala. Hanzala has become a munafiq. Now that state of iman, which was slightly just little, that effect was a little changed, nothing went wrong, he didn't do anything wrong, which was a natural thing, but that too he felt so deeply about it. So when the Sahaba say, I, somebody says, I dislike death, it's not what we think. It's far away from what we think. Our dislike of death is something else. And their issue was something totally different. And it is our dislike of death, which in one hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, lengthy hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam once addressed the Sahaba Ikram, and he said to them, that a time will come, a time will come, when the nations of the world will invite one another. سَتَدَاعَ عَلَيْكُمُ الْأُمَمْ كَمَا تَدَاعَ الْآكِلَةُ عَلَىٰ قَسْعَتِهَا Like how a group of people eating, then they invite others, come join us. So the nations of the world will invite one another to come and pounce upon the mu'mineen, the believers, to attack them, to try to annihilate them. The Sahaba were very astonished about this. This sounded very, very strange. And they thought that perhaps the Muslims will be in very, very small number at that time. They inquired that, I mean, qillatin 
نحن يوم إذن يا رسول الله will we be very small numbered at that time that as a result they will have this kind of uh, audacity Nabi Islam said no ولكنكم كثير بل أنتم كثير you'll be in a big number ولكنكم غثاء كغثاء السيل but you will be just like the dirt that flow that floats on the flood waters it's totally insignificant just gets thrown anywhere and allah taala will remove the awe from the hearts of your enemies whereas for the believers there's a natural awe in the hearts of the enemies allah taala will remove this awe so and further nabi islam said that this wahn would have developed in your heart. The Sahaba inquired, what is this wahn? Amal wahnu ya Rasulullah. So Nabi Islam said two things. That hubbud dunya wa karahiyatul maut. This wahn, this is on the one hand, it's hubbud dunya. Love for the world. Attachment to the dunya. One is there's a natural degree of attachment to the things that a person possesses. That is not something that is impermissible, that's natural. But where that becomes an obstacle in a person's deen, where that becomes the object of a person's life, where that becomes his aspirations, that's what he dreams about all the time. How can he keep turning the figures? Whatever is muqaddar will come, that's a ni'mat, he comes in a halal way, alhamdulillah, but use it correctly, he'll earn jannah with it. But where he keeps dreaming about this, this is his aspiration. His heart is only in how to make dunya. And deen is by the way, then that is hubbud dunya. And the second thing Nabi Islam mentioned, وَكَرَاهِيَةُ الْمَوْتِ The dislike for death. When these two things will creep into the ummah, then this awe for the believers will be out of the hearts of their enemies. And they'll invite one another. These are things Nabi Islam foretold already. We need to reflect within ourselves. How much of this hubbud dunya is in my heart? How much of this karahiyatul mouth, disliking death? One is that the natural fear of death. There's a certain degree of a fear of death. That's a different issue. But where a person wants to remain in dunya for dunya, and he doesn't have any inclination towards akhirat, any inclination towards jannat. Jannat is like some fairy tale. That is what he's being referred to. In one hadith it is stated that when two-thirds of the night passed, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa used to say, O people, remember Allah, remember Allah, very soon the time of the tremor of Qiyamah and thereafter the blowing of the trumpet will occur. Every person's death together with all its difficulties is approaching. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa would say that, O people, remember Allah, Remember Allah, very soon the time of the tremor of Qiyamah. And thereafter, the blowing of the trumpet will occur. Every person's death, together with all its difficulties, is approaching. It was the practice of Hazrat Umar bin Abdul Aziz, that daily at night, he would call a gathering of those ulama who used to remember death. This is a great king of his time. Khalifa of the time, he was known as the fifth of the Khulafai Rashidin. 
But this was his condition, that daily he would call a gathering of those ulama who used to remember death, qiyamat, and the akhirat. Due to which he would cry as if a janazah was placed in front of him. Ibrahim Taymi rahmatullah says, Two things caused the termination of all worldly pleasures in me. Firstly, death. And secondly, the concern of standing in front of Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. Hazrat Kaab says, For the person who recognizes death, all worldly difficulties becomes easy. Ash'ath Rahmatullah says, Whenever we used to go to Hassan Basri Rahmatullah then Jahannam and the year after were mentioned. One woman complained to Hazrat Aisha anha about the hardness of her heart. Hazrat Aisha anha said, Remember death excessively. Your heart will become soft. The woman did as she was told and thereafter she returned to Hazrat Aisha anha and thanked her very much. This aspect of remembering death often as in so many of the narrations we have heard that this prevents a person from sinning. It becomes a barrier against the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. But this will happen when a person has made this his regular practice. It's not just a once-off thing, something that he does sometime and doesn't do sometime. Then a person will remember after the event. He'll remember after he has already committed the wrong that I should have thought about death that time. I should have stopped and thought, what if my life went at this moment? By that time it will be too late. But if he has made this his daily practice, he's spending a moment, minute or two, two, three minutes, consciously thinking about his own death, imagining his own death. My own janaza is lying. What would be the condition at that time? Or my last moments of life are still there. What I would be wishing at that time? What I would be wishing that I had never done in my life? And now it's already the life is ebbing out and already the akhirat is open. At that time the doors of Toba are closed. Person is still conscious. He's still in dunya. But he's one leg in the akhirat already. Where already he can start seeing the angel of death. At that time when the pangs of death have started, the doors of Toba are closed. Now he'll start wondering. So at that time now while imagining to think, at that time what I'll be wishing that I had made Toba from? And then imagining all the various scenes of death, just one one moment in time, just going through the whole scene in our mind. Now my ghusl is being given. I'm lying there in my kafan. Now the janaza salah is being performed. And I'm being carried on the shoulders of people. I'm being lowered into that grave. Like sometimes a person is driving or something and he suddenly from a higher level just sometimes there's a quick sharp fall. So... When that quick sharp fall, he feels something. Because he's just getting lowered very quickly. So when a person is imagining this, actually as if he can feel something happening, he's getting lowered. And then to feel the coldness of the grave. The mind Allah Ta'ala has provided is a wonderful thing. Provided we use it correctly. In the mind, he can feel coldness, he can feel the cold, he can feel the heat, he can feel the drop, he can feel everything. It's all in the mind. And many of the sins we get involved in, the whole issue is only in the mind. So to imagine, the, feel the coldness of the grave in our mind, the hardness of the floor of the grave, and then to see in our mind that grave getting darker 
as those planks are being put into place. And in our mind to hear that mounds of sand just being dropped, leaving us alone with our iman and amal. Now what we would have wished that we had done before this time came. So to give this time, to dedicate some time for it, to think carefully, when this will become a daily routine, then when nafs and shaitan will tempt a person towards haram, at that time this will come first to mind. At that time, he will then first think that what if my life goes in this condition? Am I ready for that? Is this what I want? Is this how I want to go? Is this how I want to leave the dunya looking at these kind of things? So this is something to make our daily practice and to make it a part of our lives. As mentioned, sometimes some person feels so overwhelmed with it, then he should make mashwara and he should consult how he should be thinking about death. One way is to be pondering very deeply about the ni'mas of Jannat, to develop that yearning for Jannat. So obviously sin is going to become a barrier from that. He's going to delay the Jannat. Even if he has Iman, inshallah, and he leaves now with Iman, but that could delay his entry to Jannat. So to develop that shock and that enthusiasm, that yearning for Jannat. In any case, this is something we should be doing regularly. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Subhanallah, bihamdi, subhanakallah, bihamdi, shadallah. Shall I will continue at 10 o'clock.